0: The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Uh, woo! Welcome to the Killer Pod from Outer Space for a werewolf. Double, <laughs> double feature! <laughs> wow, almost. Oh man, I tried. My name is Vinny, and I'm here with my good
1: brother, Jeff. Hello there, party people!
0: We're back with the producer in it's, the studio.
1: It's been a long time.
0: Yeah, when is the last time we we're in the studio?
1: Uh, it's at least two of my cycles on podcasts, so a month. Mm, Dang. Really? Yeah, I think it was the week before the the. Last time I recorded prior to this Tuesday, so it'd be almost a month. Yeah, because well, the la- you recorded the week before you went to Mahoning, so when was that? Like two weeks ago, at least.
0: Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So it's been a month. All right. Well, we're back in the spare bedroom studios, and like I said, we are bringing you a werewolf double feature, dropping tonight. You have Watch Us or Die, with a soon-to-be mentioned werewolf movie. Then you have. War Games top seven werewolf movies, according to me and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. How oh, are you, brother? Oh, you know, same old stuff. How are you?
0: All right, doing my thing. I've I been, been excited.
2: Yeah, look at you howling like a wolf.
0: Yeah, I wish really? I was better at it.
2: Not even a full moon.
0: Yeah, I was, I was thinking about asking if we should wait for the full moon, but that's not until later this month. Oh, yeah, it's too, like too far.
2: Too far. What you doing over there? Making For some reason, there's
0: something about Pearl Jam and NSYNC in my notes.
2: Awesome. Okay. I
0: don't know what that's all about.
2: Clearly, your werewolf movies are different than mine. (laughs) Well, come on. Let's let's hear some news. What do you got going on? Oh, man. What have you been reading about? What have you been talking about? I got nothing. I got, uh, what is it, Wednesday night? Friday's the 13th, so that's cool. Yeah, that sucks
0: that... uh, Calgary had to cancel his Friday the 13th event he had Yeah, on the shop. Stupid
2: COVID. Yeah.
0: Coming but back.
2: He's working on something though to as an alternative. Yeah, I saw it. He's doing his uh to-do boards, 80. He's oh, Got okay. a bunch of good designs on there. Okay. Check them out. Um yeah, it's been a weird couple of weeks, I guess. We did uh our last episode with Joe, and then I kind of uh, yeah, kind of just did whatever i have this mountain of blu-rays i've been trying to get through and then we're doing this so i had a bunch of werewolf stuff i wanted to get into um the only real news i saw was like you know um that cool phantasm box set that was coming out i don't know if you saw that i did uh it's exciting except for three four and five are not very good
0: yeah but the ball just doesn't excite me the sphere is awesome Maybe I just have to,
2: maybe, I don't know, revisit oh, it. The sphere it comes with is very cool. Replica sphere. Um, oh, I we'll
0: don't see? get too much in. me. still got to do beers. And I beers
2: know. And I don't have much. I mean, shit. Um, Springhouse released their brains pumpkin ale for zombies. Uh, apparently. We're making a trip tomorrow. Yes, I think we are. Anyone in Lancaster, though, would like to join us on the middle of the day on a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Every year, man, just, it feels like it gets earlier and earlier with I the know. pumpkin beers. Uh I was at Freewill brewing last week and they had their not they had like I don't know what you'd call it. It's like everything but the pumpkin. All the spices except for the pumpkin and a beer. They call it Scarecrow, and it was delicious, by the way. I recommend it. And See, it's like The Pumpkin beers
0: are for me are tough. It has to be It's hard for me to enjoy when without a crisp in the air and tomorrow's gonna be 105 degrees <laughs> and i'm gonna order a fucking pumpkin beer yes like, i'm definitely getting something to bring home but i don't know if i'm gonna order one
2: yeah i don't know about that but i mean definitely grabbing a couple um 105 huh yeah wow pumpkin yeah. beers and 105 that sounds fun it sounds like 2021 yeah i guess <laughs> you're right um all right well, let's dive into these episodes yeah, what do you Here's. got on the beer front
0: so um Pre show dinners. We stopped by another Phoenixville favorite of ours, Stable Stable, 12. You're struggling tonight, I guess. Brewing company. I can smell it. Well, we've been off the mic for a while. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Stable 12 is in Phoenixville. They are one of our favorites. They did a little remodel inside, which is nice. I did a little collab. And this is a collab with precarious beer project and the beer itself is my precarious pony double ipa that's a great name it is i like it and and it's, it's like a great a little,
2: label little my little pony action on the label yep good colors pink purple pops very 80s i can't get mine open there we go you smell it, it smells nice
0: mm. that's good
2: a little bit different
0: is it uh yeah, nothing about hazy. Yeah, no a little
2: zap. Big, big malt in this one. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of these delicious doubles putting me down. Yeah, but the rest of the,
0: uh, for the war games, I got some nice light beers for I'm
2: it. just saying, man. Like, I had a, a double daisy cutter the other day, and I was I was done. <laughs> I had, like, two of them, and I was like, all right, where's my uh, life at? Help. Did you have any news? He just, like, glanced right over that. Do you want to talk about Bray Wyatt's release?
0: I got a bunch of stuff.
2: Oh, all right. I just wanted to crack open the beers. All right. Well, I guess my last bit of news that you wouldn't know about. uh, Local favorite, Mr. Lobo, is he uh, owns a little shop at the Cackleberry Antique Mall, which is up on the Lincoln Highway up towards Lancaster. Um, I don't know, 40 minutes or so from from the city. It's a little bit of a drive, but now Friday night's for five bucks. They're doing uh, classic movies in the parking lot up there. uh, I forget what they did last week, but you know, old school like sixties, seventies kind of stuff. Double feature? I don't know. He, uh, I think it was just a single feature. It's five bucks. I think yeah. it's just to get people out, and they leave a little. Vi- they have a vintage cafe. They do like hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff. But it's cool. It's um, you know, for those who are like mahoning people, and you just can't get together to get the night for the mahoning, and you know, what's two hours driving almost? You know, take a little ride out and uh, see Mister Lobo. Catch a little, I think at 8 o'clock they start. I mean, they're probably not super long if they're from the 60s. Probably like yeah. 70 minutes, some of them. But it's a fun. It's a good dude, and uh, he knows how to put on a show. So I'm going to check it out hopefully soon. I'm hoping he runs it until the fall. I imagine he would. And I'm excited for it. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. I like that. You yeah, got anything on the music front? No, I didn't because I'm very confused on who I've talked about and who I haven't um i'd like to say zombies if i've said them already um i apologize but they're a horror punk band from arizona they only have like one or two records but their first record's awesome i specifically picked them because they have a song called wolfskin killer which is a banger i freaking love that song uh oh we got some Man, thunder we got a storm rolling in over here um yeah i don't know if i talked about them before or not i can't remember uh, at this point, you're probably gonna hear me say the same bands over and over. Uh, just, I'm trying not to get too mainstream with it. I don't want to be like, "Yeah, man, this week, uh, Springsteen, Born to Run." Oh, Springsteen, <laughs> Born to Run, because we're doing the Fugitive or something. I don't know. It's. Raining. Oh, it's raining hard. They're they're chubby raindrops out here. Um, the only thing I got for music is. Are you a fan of uh, Between the Barrier and Me? Yes, absolutely. I saw them live at the Chameleon Club with Shane. So,
0: way back in high school, for some reason, never really liked Between the Barrier and Me. But I think it's just one of those things where I just, you know, punk teenager, wrote them off for no reason. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe without even hearing them. Or I I probably heard like Mordecai and that was it. Uh. But then they were just part of the lineup for a show I went to and seeing them live, fell in love with them. On board ever since. Anyway, new album coming colors two, yeah i saw that and colors is a great album and i think they'll be interesting doing a uh you know a lot of bands recorded during quarantine i feel like they would do interesting stuff recording during that
2: kind of yeah that that live is uh it's something else man there's a lot of guys on stage they got like two keyboards going um you know maybe six or six or something six or seven piece uh but they rock it, dude. They uh, they're solid as hell. That was mm-hmm. definitely a good show. I dig it. So I'm excited
0: for that album. A couple singles are already dropped on Spotify. Oh,
2: I haven't even looked. Nice. Um,
0: that's all I had for music. We did have a milestone pass us last week. I heard when we didn't record, we dropped a uh, a older uh,
2: Lyle episode. It wasn't older. It was newer. Just we hadn't released it yet.
0: Well, yeah, but we ain't recorded it and drop. Whatever. Because <laughs> we couldn't have mentioned this. We just passed our one-year anniversary producer last that is, week. That is correct. Milestone. Mm-hmm. No Congratulations. Champagne. No champagne, but we have these delicious Stable 12 beers. I, have, uh, I probably have a bottle of
1: champagne out there if you really want to open it. I have a
0: great... I want
1: to save it for another
0: podcast milestone. I have a uh, Chris Jericho... Sparkling wine. Little bit of the bubbly. Little bit of the bubbly. That brother Pete gave me.
2: Anyway, one year in. We're still going. No one thought we could do it. They looked at... I forget. I was going to do the whole like Jason Kelsey speech, but I, I can't remember. <laughs> they looked at Vinny and they said, he's too small. <laughs> they looked at the producer and he said, he doesn't know how to work a computer. <laughs> Just on the, the Jeff- juice. <laughs> he <laughs>
0: Hungry dogs run faster. Uh, You may hear some pauses because the Phils are on right now. And they're on a tear. The fight for the division is upon us. First place. Number one. By the game. Hello. They're going to lose the first place. But then at the end, they're going to get it back and win the division. We'll see. You got anything else over there?
2: I got uh, nothing, really. I told you what I... I mean, the Bray Wyatt thing was the only oh, other yeah, yeah. thing Let's we didn't really talk about. I mean, what the hell's going on in WWE land? <laughs> as so, if we weren't already like lost confidence. I have zero... I, I have no intention of, of going back
0: to that company until there's major structural change, as in Triple H is in charge. And But like, the theory of Vince being in you don't think there's something something to that?
2: I don't see how this it, it, would. It's make just it hard to rationalize what's yeah, going it's, on. It, it's hard, but like, what's he trying to get AEW to just take all these big contracts so that he can sit back and be like, ha ha ha? I'm uh, making millions of dollars and don't have to pay no, anybody. No, like
0: either silent partner or he's gonna buy it, and they and they know it. What what would this have to do with him buying it? Because he's like releasing wrestlers, but not really. There's going to be on another WWE no.
2: promotion. Well, I mean, it's independently owned by Tony Khan. He's not going to sell. He's a oil millionaire. His
0: dad is. He's I fine. don't know. There's just something fishy about it. Releasing all this talent and AEW just immediately gobble them all up. He might
2: sell. Vince McMahon might That's sell. That's what I
0: originally thought, and I was fine with that. Because then whoever buys it will just put Triple H in charge.
2: You would hope so. I don't know.
0: It's goofy. Well, Bray Wyatt being the most recent release, just I was like, that's, yeah, was like, that's, that's it. Yeah,
2: that sucks. I have a Fiend shirt. I love the Fiend. Great character. Bray Wyatt just brings so much more to the, sh- the show than anybody else does. You know, his work in the ring alone is great. And then, you know, he's essentially giving you two different characters and and I love how they just were like, hey, let's uh, let's make Alexa Bliss part of this. Oh, yeah, By the way, we're releasing you. Bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: it's a fucking mess. Yeah.
2: And then what, they released a dozen guys from NXT. Yeah, Bronson Reed being the biggest surprise.
1: You're making my uh, Echo Dot over here get excited because you said her name. Oh, uh, she, Bliss. She lit this. up over here.
2: This is why I am shunned from Vinny's. Uh, I said that name about 60 times one <laughs> afternoon, and it just got angry, and
1: I w- yep. was, uh, ooh. Spooky. I should turn the uh, fourth microphone on so everybody can hear what's no, going on the, out there.
2: The rainstorm. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's uh, Let's see, 89 degrees feels like 98. Probability of thunderstorms at the stadium, 48%. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah, based on the map that I was just looking at, it's going to rain there in about an hour.
0: <laughs> it's going to rain. <laughs> it's going to rain. Uh, what else? So WWE sucks. Mm, AEW is becoming even more awesome.
2: This is true. Have we done anything exciting in the last week? I don't think so. No, I haven't done shit. Um, one announcement.
0: So many Blu-rays. Possession is being released in 4K. Let's say theater released. Possession. Possession. Um, I I forget the director's name. Polish Polish movie. Uh Sam Neal. Oh. It's like uh it's one of those ones sort of like uh it's like Rosemary's baby in a way. It's a, a lot of it's based on like marriage and the mm, the misery right. that can become of marriage, but then it gets all kinds of wacky. There's some uh there's some octopus tentacle loving Whoa, it's like yeah. an anime. Um It's and it's another one of those ones even more so of a white whale than we were talking about with near dark. Like, this one's tough to get. If you look for... It came out in, I think I don't think Blu-ray, but just DVD. And now the DVD's going for like 175 bucks. Huh. Uh, but that's being released 4K and in theaters. So we gotta go. Oh, yeah. I wanna see some of that octopus stuff. I'll go with you. Um, I watched some stuff unrelated to our werewolf double feature. Blood Red Sky. Do you watch it? No. Are you going to? Maybe. Maybe vampires on a plane. I like that.
2: Dude, you have to understand, I have a mountain. I know, blues. so do I. Especially I after that Criterion sale. Now I have even
0: more, but I got two box sets like an idiot. Yeah.
2: I got that. I got my Vinegar Syndrome stuff. I'm only, almost finally through the Severin stuff. Or no, reverse that. I'm almost finally through the Vinegar Syndrome stuff, and I'm about to get into the Severin stuff I bought. Blood Red Sky was good, though. Alright. I
0: think you'll dig it. It's, it's it really is snakes on a plane but vampires, but they play it straight, which I know you don't like, but they do a good job doing. Yeah,
2: like I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to find, like, a, well, well, how
0: would the vampires get on
2: the plane? And all, <laughs> like, Where's their coffin? Well, somebody, I mean, it's 2021, dude. They don't always need coffins now. This isn't, yeah, uh, but you
0: come up with this shit with serious movies. You like, You're fine with the biggest camp and cheese. But then if it's a serious tone, you dissect the crap out
2: of because it. Because it's cheese. It's meant like to be like tongue in cheek. When you're like trying to play it straight and it's like you're telling me this little kid concocted a plan to kill the babysitter and left no evidence. Bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I think I think you'll dig this one though, even though it's straight. Alright, I'll check it out. I also watched uh, Oh, I hate face ID.
2: Oh, look at him taking notes in the phone these days. Yeah, well, this is why I don't do it. I'm old school. Pen and paper. I sit at the bar.
0: Oh, a classic horror story
2: on Shutter. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Good. Yeah. Very meta. Very. I think it's uh, on
0: Netflix. It's not Shutter. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Netflix. It was like the Italian modern version of like Cabin in the Woods. Okay. That kind of, st- yeah, heard like that kind of stuff. Yeah, heard good things. Heard good things. Yeah, it
2: was fun. I think that's all I have for news. I guess. Well, Did you watch the movie we're going to talk about now? I did. Were you saddened when you watched it? Yes,
0: because I think the other one we were going to talk about was much better. Uh, I mean, this
2: was... All right, you you announce the movie. Well, this is one of those movies I've been hearing about for years. And we originally were going to do Werewolves Within. Which is a brand new a werewolf brand new movie.
0: That would make sense for Watches or Die.
2: Right, it would. However, I stumbled across this movie being on HBO Max. and I was like, Ugh, I need a reason to watch it. Because if I'm not...
0: Why didn't you watch it for the War Games? Because list? I knew it wasn't worth <laughs> watching.
2: <laughs> but there's a lot to talk about with the movie itself. The movie is from 2005 by Wes Craven. So you're already frothing at the mouth saying, Oh, it's a Wes Craven joint. Oh, Wes Craven... Werewolf joint? Yeah. It's called Cursed. And this movie was cursed.
0: <laughs> well, as soon as it opened with
2: Bowling for yep, Soup Live. That is the first thing I have written down. Awful Bowling for Soup song. You want to talk about dating your dating your movie? Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, we had all this bad fashion or whatnot. It's another thing to have Bowling for Soup open up your movie. Not well,
0: Wes didn't know. It was <laughs> probably the producers were like, oh, well, hey, we got this band. It's going <gasps> to be awesome. Well, once Kids again, are going to love
2: it. Once again, We'll get into that. Uh, this is a movie, sort of, about werewolves. <laughs> um, it, it looks like it's going to be about werewolves. Then it's not about werewolves. Then it's about werewolves again. Yeah. It it uh, it's I mean, a, a, a werewolf flips a bird. Yeah, I, mi- I missed that. When did that happen? Mm, shortly before the end. Okay, I missed it because I was looking for that part particularly. Yeah. And I was like, I missed it. I'm, and I was not going to rewind. <laughs> um so yeah i mean look it's 2005 but for 2005 this cast is out of control
0: they loaded in everybody from 2001 2005 of and then a a future
2: shitty actor that no one likes jesse eisenberg who was nobody at that point
0: yeah he's just the same in everything yeah he might as well been uh what's his name from superman in this oh it's the same
2: did you know there's two lex luthers in this movie In what movie? In this movie. Who's the other one? Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum? Mike Rosenbaum? He's the other dude at the office that's kind of got like the crust on Christina Ricci. Ah. He's like the red herring for about two and a half seconds before he gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, another very odd choice. Um, But yeah, so Christina Ricci, Jesse Eisenberg, Joshua Jackson, who I will only refer to from this point out as Pacey or Mighty Ducks. We got it. All right, <laughs> Scott Baio, uh, choice, not. And this is like a Wes Craven thing where he has to like kind of bring it into the real world. Scott Bayo as Scott Bayo. Craig. Oh yeah. Craig yeah. Kilborn as Craig Kilborn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Judy Greer, who's like a, she's been in like everything at this point. She was on Always Sunny, Arrested Development. She's an Ant Man. Uh, she's in the new Halloweens. Like she's just all over the place. Um, God, who else? And I'm not even talking about the actors who were originally in the movie, and then when they reshot, 90% of the movie had scheduling conflicts, so their characters got written out. Uh, Oh, Shannon Elizabeth, Maya. Uh, Wait, so who else was supposed to be in it? So, I mean, we didn't even talk about the movie yet, but I'll get into it. Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson, writer-directors combo. They did Scream, right? So you're thinking o five werewolf movie with these two. it's gotta be awesome some hollywood l a inside baseball, and that could have been really cool. yep, they wrote and directed this movie from front to back. They finished it, and then it just fell apart for two and a half years. um if he you was look the studio I- Miramax, okay, yeah, so if you look in the credits in the opening, Rick Baker does the effects, but then you notice. The werewolf's fucking CGI. Okay? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So, we have a movie with the character that Maya plays was originally Mandy Moore. So, Freddie Prince Jr. was originally the Michael Rosebaum character. And Skeet Ulrich was actually in it when it was a completely different story. It wasn't uh, Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg were sister and brother. There was a car accident that brought these three people together, and then the werewolf thing happens so too much I know you did last summer maybe uh i i don't i i couldn't tell you why they did all this. I can just tell you what they did um so they make this movie. The Weinsteins decide we don't like the direction it was was going, so they bring in someone else to write rewrite the script, which leads to like I said ninety percent of the movie being reshot. So now your Rick Baker effects are like, well, where's it my Rick Baker effects? Well, we don't like the Rick Baker effects, so we bring in K and B. Well, there's no K and B effects in it either. <laughs> so they hired all these great people to like be part of this werewolf movie and just threw it all out the window. Oh, man, what So like, even wrecking. if the saving grace could have been like this bomb ass practical looking werewolf. Yeah. They were like, no, it needs to be CGI so we can have some sweet-looking transformation scenes. They weren't even sweet-looking. Nope,
0: there was one. There was only one transformation scene. Well, just the werewolf in general wasn't good-looking.
2: It's bad. Um, I mean, they cut all the kills out. There's zero gore in that. I mean, there's like... A fraction of gore, but like there's nothing. Well, it's PG thirteen. I was cursing the when that. Yeah, and that was the other thing too. Was an R rated movie that the Weinstein's were hell bent on making PG thirteen. Fucking um, I mean, look, the movie is Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg get in a car accident, attacked by a werewolf, and then just sort of live their lives. Yeah right? Like <laughs> yeah. nothing, there's no like threat ever. There's no like, Oh my God, is she gonna turn into the where Like there's like one second of like, Oh my God, she might attack this lady. And then she doesn't, she just tells her to leave. Uh, it's, it's not, I can't even say it's a bad movie. Cause in my opinion, it's not a movie. Like you can tell there's so much, and I'm sorry, I'm like rambling, but there's just so much I know about this because it's one of those things that I've been following for years and I never thought I'd watch it. And I finally did. Um you could tell there's just so much exposition missing missing. Like Christina Ricci's like, We're not werewolves, that's silly. And then like fifteen minutes later, she's like, Alright, so we're werewolves, what do we do? <laughs> like, there's no threat of transformation. There's no threat of like being violent. Jesse Eisenberg just completely embraces it within like thirty-five seconds and becomes like a stud.
0: Um them dudes. Yeah.
2: Which leads me to something I never really realized. Werewolves are sexy beasts. Hmm. And well, when we get to war games, I got a whole star system for the sexy beast. Um, As in the person that becomes the werewolf or the yeah. werewolf itself? Yeah, whoever becomes the werewolf generally is going to do some, some sexing. There's one I can think of. I, I, I got a list, uh, a whole list. There's one I can think <laughs> of where there's some good sexing in the oh beginning. My Goodness. Well, there's a lot of sex in these werewolf movies. Um, But, I mean, this thing just goes off the rails in a hurry. You can tell it's not a full movie. Like, it's chopped up. You can just tell. It's
0: one of the most evident... Chopped up disaster
2: studio fuck-ups that I think of. Like, Pacey's character is... He, he has no character. He's like four different characters in the movie. Like, he's the, he is the werewolf, by the way. He's the one who started it all. And, he essentially started it via STD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, passing it to Judy Greer, and then Judy Greer's running around, killing people so that she can have Mighty Ducks to herself. That Like you do. Okay. <laughs> that, doesn't make sense um but anyway so like uh, hold on let me regroup i don't even know what i'm talking about anymore (laughs) listen i got two things like other
0: than like being able to point and laugh at the movie but like oh this is a train wreck i got two good things from it i like how it showed the chinese theater okay i really want to go there (laughs) And I thought the, although it was ridiculous, the car accident scene and that kill was enjoyable.
2: Yeah, but that was it. Like that, that was it. that was like the that most quote unquote. And it gore. wasn't
0: even well executed. It was just like yeah. one of those things where it was just so ridiculous. It um, was funny.
2: Did you notice right before the car accident when they pan over the city? It's a pentagram in the lights. that was, oh, very, no. that was very cool. Hmm. I liked that a lot. Um, it's on HBO Max. I'm going to suggest you. No, I'm gonna say watch it, but then read about it now. Supposedly, I think the Blu ray has the Wes Craven cut or an extended cut or something like that. With like, well, the, if there's a Wes Craven cut, I would be at least the gore is put back in. But I mean, like, like Mighty Ducks is he's like trying to help her through it, and then he wants to, it doesn't make sense, like. He wanted to make her a wolf so they could be together, but he didn't make her a wolf. The other girl made her a wolf. The yeah. rules of werewolves in this make no sense. Like, you can just turn back and forth willy-nilly. Silver just hurts you. You have to basically zombie kill them, separate the, the head from the spine. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the brain from the spine. There's just so... like. For zombies getting hot again in oh five and they were like, oh shit, we made a werewolf movie.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think quite oh five, right?
2: That was more like right around it. Land of the Dead probably came out in like oh five, oh six. Yeah.
0: I don't give this in any way a watch No,
2: it's movie. it's not a watchable movie. I would I say, say just read about it and don't watch it. Yeah, I just think if you're interested in Hollywood and like what could go wrong or like the disaster behind movies. I don't know if anybody saw um, the documentary about the original Superman Returns where Nick Cage was supposed to be Superman. It's a very awesome documentary. Mm-hmm. This movie needs that kind of treatment because like there's stuff going on that makes zero sense. Wes Craven said this movie was, it took two and a half years for it to come out. A werewolf movie it took two and a half years to come out you tell me why because they didn't improve it that's for damn sure it it worse yeah it made it way worse and like i said you cut not that skeet ulrich's like the biggest deal in the world but like freddie prince jr mandy moore they're big names at the time Mm -hmm. and like you were like we have to reshoot this well our schedules don't line up well we'll get other people like and like i said the whole the rules of werewolves in this movie are never even explained. Like it's just like these two people, Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg, are just adjusting slash nothing's really happening. There's no like
0: It's almost like they wanted to make it from the Jesse Eisenberg
2: standpoint, like
0: like a superhero movie. Yeah, way. but he's nobody at that point. Oh, five. He's not like a big name. No, I know. I'm just saying the character, like with him having. Oh, like yeah. When that whole s- s- stuff with all of him having the strength and everything. Yeah, he goes. But to then like he a- was just like telling anybody that would listen. Yeah, I'm a werewolf. Yeah. I'm super
2: strong. Yeah. It reminded me like what we do in the shadows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's very messy.
0: We're werewolves, not swearwolves.
2: Take your clothes off, Ray. <laughs> um, It. It's just a mess. There's like no tone. It's like, is it a comedy? Is it being serious? Is it like a teen? I know what you did last summer,
0: kind of thing. He was like trying it to, just, be, I think, be all of this.
2: Yeah, it just and teeters. Maybe in Wes's head, he was going to do
0: a werewolf version of Scream, and it was just. A well, hot I
2: mean, mess. it ain't his movie. It it was his movie, and then it just got shot. Like they they did an interview with Judy Greer at some point, like oh or eighteen, like seventeen, eighteen, twenty seventeen, eighteen, and like she is even like like. I don't know what they thought was wrong with it. Like, I don't know why they decided to do all that shit to it. Like it was fine. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So the people that made the movie weren't like, Oh, this is a piece of shit. We need to, God, they really need to fix it. So I don't know. It's who it is something else, but Hey, where else can you gonna get two Lex Luthers in one movie? Only this one. Yeah. And like, yeah, that, that was the other thing. So like, they try to play up, you you get like the, the pentagram on your hand if you're a werewolf, the sign of the mark of the beast. Yeah. And they try to play up Michael Rosenbaum as the other werewolf, but like there's no play up before until this one thirty second scene where she's like, I need to see your hands. And he puts his one hand up and he's not in there and she's like, your other hand. And then he gets mauled by the werewolf. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I guess... That was suspenseful.
0: I think he's the guy that I always thought was Stallone's son.
2: Hmm. Maybe. He's not. That's Sage. He's passed away. R.I.P. How did you feel about all the terrible gay jokes? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Woo. Yeah, That was, uh, yeah. There is a lot of gay jokes. 2005. And then the dude comes out as being gay. As if that's a joke on top of it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, not yeah. That's the guy I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, I don't know who the hell that guy is. Um yeah, that's
0: not good. Mm -mm. Doesn't hold up well. No.
2: And I think that was
0: really out of their way to do it. Oh, it's a lot. But they didn't drop any F bombs. There's one. Oh, there is? Yeah. I thought they were just the same game. Just just one. Mm. Well, one's more than you need.
2: (laughs) Oh, it was not even necessary to begin with. (laughs) Producer, what do you think? about what
1: like gay jokes
0: yeah like outdated movies when that was
1: cool yeah like a lot of older movies is just the early 2000s was big in that the yeah, 80s but, too yeah but, but any, the 80s yeah. was different'm I'm, so, I'm not cutting you off. I'm sorry I'm yeah. sorry no no it's it's just uh you know that stuff was not as understood I think even in the early 2000s I think now people get so bent out of shape with it but back then I think people just didn't They just didn't give a shit what they said. Now you have to be careful because everybody gets all fucking offended.
2: Yeah, I think one of my biggest gripes in life is uh, I really like having like an expanded vocabulary. And I always hate, and I understand why it is the way it is, but I hate that language can be used to like um, uh, humiliate and people are offended by certain words um, you know, not even derogatory stuff like that, but like if you say, you know, the f-word in a place where there's some kids around, someone's going to be like, Oh, what? It's like, oh, it's a word. Like there's a lot worse stuff going on in the world world than a word." Um, but man, I always this is a crazy theory. A crazy theory. But I feel like the way to really kill these words and this derogatory hate speech is to start using it against the people that use it. Because if you are a person of reasonable thought and someone calls you the F word, you can wipe that off your shoulder and then just start calling them the F word. It's going to drive them 10 times more nuts than it would co- drive you. I guess. Whatever. This is just something I've been working on for years. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I'm dead serious. It's releasing soon. No, it, it it's just I feel like that's the way it is because them saying it that makes them feel like they have power. Once you take that power away by saying it to them, they they would lose yeah, their but, minds. I mean, so what? So you're going to fire back with? No,
0: you're that like, they're like, exactly. Eh. It's a word. It's a word. And yeah, yes, I know, but that hasn't worked with
2: bullying ever. Really? Have you not seen Pee Wee Herman? I know you are, but what am I? drove people nuts. Yeah. Good point. But I still don't think <laughs> I'm just saying it would it would just squash it. If you called some dumb hillbilly, you know what I'm saying, they would lose their mind. It would drive them nuts. Now I get it. It's, you know, hate speech and all that stuff. And I'm not stupid. I just I just feel like there's there's got to be a way to just absolutely destroy just it. Shut them down. Yeah. All right, how do we get on this? Uh, Because I'm very socially conscious, and this movie is not. (laughs) I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I had two thoughts, though, and you'll be able to understand both of them. One kind of feels like a little bit like contracted before it contracted, huh?
0: No. No?
2: Not even a little bit. Passing on a monster disease via STD? Much different. Okay. Much different execution, much different story. Do you think... Wes Craven's gay thing was kind of a dig at Nightmare Two. I hope not. I kinda got that from it, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, was why would he he wouldn't have any reason to do that? I know, but also why would he have that storyline? It serves it, was, it
0: serves no purpose in the movie. Because it was two thousand five and I think at least guys were starting to come out more so they could talk about it, but at the same time, use it as a bullying thing. You know what I mean? Two thousand 2005 05,
2: 05 was still, a, I think, a pretty closeted time for a lot of people.
0: Well, that's when I was in high school. There was a couple of guys that were out, but it was like really quietly out kind of thing. Like you hmm. only knew if you were their friend. I don't know how to explain it. I think it's a
2: Hollywood thing because there is a lot of. Hollywood stuff in here, like the Scott Baio being a creep stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Her working for Craig Kilborn and basically having to like appease all these, all these people. I don't know, man. It's just a real, like, it is a hot mess of a movie. It is. It doesn't
0: hold up well. No.
2: It, in any way. It, yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't hold up well when I mean it came it's very out.
0: 2005, but I don't need to have a, a time machine back to 2005. Like, I'm good. <laughs>
2: Very sexy cast, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, what's her name? I guess eaten after the car wreck from um, American Shannon Pie. Shannon Elizabeth. Didn't look that... Like, something was off about her in
2: this. What do you mean? She, I don't know, she didn't look like her... She kept cl- kept her top on?
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> but she didn't look, look herself, I like guess. I mean, she's an stunning. older... I mean, she's not
2: old, but she's like an older... She's one of those actresses that's like 35 and Playing like 17, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Something about her in this one.
2: Yeah, there was some weird choices with like just and rich. I feel
0: like they were really playing up uh Money Ducks dude like being handsome sexy boy. Like I know he wasn't Dawson's Creek era, but I think by 2005
2: everyone kind of forgot about him and they're trying to be like oh no, look he's Mr. Ah, sexy. He's boy. still hanging in there. He's in that new show? Uh Dr. He Death. Just came back. No, he's been doing stuff. No, he he
0: he was he did another show. Uh what the hell was it? It was like a Oh, Christian
2: Slater's in that show too. I'm I remember it was a family kind of drama
0: or a murder mystery where he was a doctor and the husband of the main character. Yeah, he's been doing stuff, but he's not like a hunky boy. I think he's pretty handsome. No, I mean known known in pop culture. And no, but that's the women. point. That's what I was saying about the sexy beast
2: thing. It's like where they they say it in the movie. Yeah, but like, they
0: were prancing him around like he was still hunky boy in two thousand five. Like no one was fucking talking about
2: him. Well, they had Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, that would have been. <laughs> they really, dropped the ball. They had Skeet. Yeah. Skeet. Billy Loomis. And you dropped the ball. The fake Johnny Depp. It's amazing how he looks like Johnny Depp. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, really is. <laughs> so weird. The only thing this movie was missing was Matthew Lillard. Running, running, runnin Matthew Lillard, Stu. Ah, uh, just run around being a goofball. Yeah, I'm a werewolf too. Man. Uh. Um, yeah, it was. It's just not a good movie. I don't recommend it, and I'm sorry I made you watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lot more fun to talk about werewolves with him.
2: You can talk about it. I want to see it still. You know, I'm not. I don't want to pay that $7.99 rental fee. Like, what the fee. fuck <laughs>
0: is with you with that? You drive me crazy with that. You spent more on uh, a beer, and you
2: don't tip well. So I know that is a lie. I'm a okay tipper. Um, How much are you tipping on takeout, JJ? I mean, producer. <laughs> at
1: least fifteen percent. What? You're high. Dollar. It depends on the. I did all the work. Did they come out? Did they bring it out to the car, or did you go in and get no, it? No, sit at the bar drinking a beer. I said I'm gonna order for you to go. I'd give them maybe a couple bucks. Not a lot though. Not if not in that case. If they come out to the car, they're getting twenty percent. I got a beer and takeout, two bucks. Yeah. How much do you tip to your your delivery people? they don't get tipped so you realize that <laughs> he's, those he's brutal dude I, no yeah, i don't, I, don't, I, I'm, don't, not even don't a, I'm not even gonna go into this i don't get delivery i hate delivery yeah. i hate yeah. delivering i hate takeout yeah so both the bartenders and shit get paid really little amounts of money so i know how it works I'm well exactly eat. so
2: that's why you tip i'm not them. a bad tipper i tip 20 percent. i just have different mm-hmm.
1: i have different rules for different things i'm sitting at the bar and i have a beer and a meal All right. If your bartender bartender is bringing you the food from the kitchen, they don't deserve very much. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because they didn't serve you, they just brought your food out. You know, it's the
2: worst. I was
1: at a place the other day.
2: um, I don't want to say what it was because it's embarrassing. But they don't, like, you have your. McDonald's. PF Chang's. No. (laughs) You go to PF Chang's. Um,
1: They have your server come take your order, but then. You, like, never see your server again? Like, everyone yeah, else? Yeah, they, they, sh- they tip share. Yeah. So, everybody... So, that's even more important because then you make sure everybody yeah, gets Yeah, but something. it's hard because I don't know that. I just go, well, she didn't do a whole lot. I'm not
2: going to give her 10%, whatever. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. You know, when I was younger, I thought 15% was, like, good.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I mean, I did. I don't know. Well, 15% used to be okay when... I don't like going to places where they just feel like they deserve 20%. When servers used to make $2.83 10 years ago, but the fact that the minimum wage for servers is still $2.83 an hour, that's the problem.
2: Yeah, well, you're walking out there with all that cash. Nah, they're serving you. (laughs) I'm hooking them up, bro. (laughs) All right. Listen, so
0: I'm tired of your on-demand crap. Like, You need to start being on the rent stuff. We got to watch new stuff sometimes.
2: It doesn't hit shutter but it's not good if it doesn't hit shutter right no like shutter's gonna have it no there's i just there's don't other... like rent and stuff it's weird well you need to start doing it i'm getting tired of your crap
0: well you better stop yelling at me or i'm not gonna do it at all all right well let's wrap this goddamn thing all up. right getting some war games
2: well that was episode one of two tonight you're in for a treat werewolves i'm excited for the next one werewolves the of the evening sweating. oh he is sweating i'm gonna give you another Howl when we open it up. Oh, I hope it's better than the last one. <laughs> Maybe we should get a little soundboard. <laughs> <Just laughs> Maybe Purdue um, will do it.
0: Can you do so a werewolf howl for us? No. We a little bark?
2: Nope. Well, I
0: guess should we just call this part one of two? Well, no, you we still call it Watch Us or Die.
2: I understand. Werewolf part one. Yeah. Watch us or die. So yeah. that's it. well, I just want to know how to close out the episode. So I can say, Well, we want to thank everyone for listening to part one of our werewolf special. You know, it'd be great if we could get, like, Ken or Jen- uh, not Ken Jennings, Ken Burns to, like, do our intros and outros. <laughs> That'd be sweet. All right. Well, we got another werewolf-centric episode coming at you in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Until then, hold on to your butts. Love, peace, and chicken greets. We're out of here. We are out.